Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you, um, wait, no, do you I, want to do the intro? I always do it. Do you want to do it? No, no, no. I think you should do it. I like that you do it. Okay. <laughs> Would you not hey want, guys. Do you want me- oh, I was supposed, I was like trying to start something that's not hello, hello. Hey guys. Or should I just say hello, hello? It really, it is what it is. Please say hello, hello. Okay. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney. I'm Erin McNutt. And wow, I, we have a lot to talk about. I don't even really have anything else to say other than I'm really happy that we finally got an episode that felt like it was the right amount of drama that was promised. Obviously, we didn't get everything, but we got a lot this episode, and I'm very pleased with it. How did you feel, Erin? Yeah, I thought it was a great episode. Um, Why do I feel like we need to say in the beginning, like, this is Bachelor Blab, where we give you hot takes on your favorite show, The Bachelor? No? Yeah. Okay, whatever. If you clicked on the podcast, you know what we're here for. So anyways... you get Let's the drill. Um, we're just going to talk. <laughs> Give some hot takes. I don't know why I just got so stressed about that. Like, for some reason in my mind, people had, like, accidentally wandered to the wrong podcast. And they were like, wait a second. I thought this was a true crime podcast. I don't know. I just, I panicked for no oh, reason. Oh, because I didn't, like, fully explain the whole thing. <laughs> oh. Like, well, I thought, okay. like, people would just be like, oh, what, what show are they talking about? Like, obviously, it's called <laughs> Bachelor Blab. Okay. Right, Please right, excuse right, right. me. But... In case Erin is correct and you were looking for a true crime podcast, just to be very clear, we're going to discuss The Bachelor, specifically <laughs> episode three of Claire's season. The format we've kind of been doing is we give some hot takes, five to be precise, about the episode that we just watched. Okay, now we're all clear. Okay, I'm glad that we're all cleared up. Phew, I'm just, I was stressed. All right. <laughs> all right, so Thank let's so just much. get into it. I feel like Claire's conversation with Yosef was 500 years ago at this point. It feels like it was a century ago. It feels like it was almost a different season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> okay, well, here's my take on, on that. Like my first, I think I'm going to do my takes just like not in order of hotness. I'm going to do them in order of what happened in the show because there were so many monumental moments. But so my opinion about the whole Yosef thing did he not know what show he was signing up for? Like his, if those really are his values and he is so offended by, you know, I mean, we discussed the thing last week. It was a bit much, but this also is the bachelor slash bachelorette. I thought his response was absolutely over the top, unwarranted, rude. And I don't remember all the details of it, but was this not the guy who there was a girl who revealed him on TikTok to have um, done some questionable things on Instagram and Snapchat. Would you like to elaborate? I feel like Erin did a deep dive into this if you want to elaborate more. I did. So I, so I really, yes. So Yosef seemed to be very obsessed with maturity and Claire's character, but um, is it mature to talk to some girl and be dating some girl and talk to her about marriage and potentially having kids and then um, basically like get mad at her for something. Like there was some drama that happened and then he sent her, um, a Snapchat video of himself pleasuring himself to a picture of another girl. 
and then tried to play it off as like, it was an accident that I sent that to you. Right. Like, excuse I think, me, then who are you trying to send it to, sir? Because nobody wants well, right. that. Right. I mean, that girl. seems like it has a bit of lack of character and immaturity. Was it like another girl's picture or like, was the girl in this? I don't, I don't really get it. I don't know. I think the way she made it sound was that it was a picture of another girl. And listen, we are not shaming you do totally. you, you do those things, but men, unless this girl specifically asks you for that video, we are not interested in seeing that. Please no unsolicited dick pics ever. That's just a rule of thumb that all should follow. But that well, I don't think he did it on purpose. Like, I think it, it obviously, he did not mean oh, to send that to her. Oh, I feel like he did. Oh, okay. Ooh, hot oh, take. Oh, yeah. Contra- hot take. Me and Aaron have a disagreement. He 100% did. I think that he is uh, has narcissistic personality disorder. I think that he can't understand why a girl would ever, like, question him. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but isn't he, like, 80% of the male population? I don't know. I just felt like, yeah, what he said was rude, and the way he talked to Claire was totally unacceptable, but... I know for many of the ladies out there, they were like, yeah, I know at least one Yosef, if not 10 Yosefs, right? Like, absolutely. I just think I'm happy that he was at the beginning of the episode and all of that drama was so overshadowed by the rest of the episode, because truly, I just think that he's scummy and like, ew, goodbye, Yosef. I hope that you go down in Bachelor history as just being scummy and one of the people that we don't talk about anymore because you clearly don't respect women. In that conversation with her, she held her cool. She listened to him. She let him sit there and crap all over her and complain about the date that he wasn't even on. And, you know, she was very calm when she listened to it. Obviously, Claire did not plan that date. The producers did, and she still took it and said, you know, well, that's why you weren't on it. And like, I understand. And then when she started to try to talk, he started yelling at her, you don't talk. And then he just completely lost his cool. That is like a violent, abusive, emotionally, verbally abusive. Oh yeah. Like seems like a terrible person all around. And then to, to know on top of that, this whole little scandal about the TikTok thing that he that he's sliding into people's DMs and sending inappropriate photos via first off using Snapchat is the most immature thing I can ever think of because like is it 2013 I don't think so ain't a little louder for the folks in the back but it's weird because I think there is like um a subset of people that do still religiously use Snapchat but I don't know anyone who does Side, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go with he's top five grossest people they've ever cast on this show. Wow. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I would take Chad. a lot of terrible people on this show. I would take Chad over Yosef because really? Chad has self-awareness. Yeah, that's true. I think he's self-aware. I think that he did a lot of problematic things, but I think he also has some awareness of himself. That's fair. Um, and honestly, I've actually interviewed Chad. He was on this podcast and he was super nice. I'm not defending any of the fucked up things that he has said or done in the past on the show. We know it's been awful, but my experience with Chad was honestly lovely and he was very polite and sweet. So that's the tea people. That is truly the tea. I also had that take. So we'll just like put that together as both Mm -hmm. of ours because I wanted to talk about that too. Yeah. Check. Glad we did. Moving on. Next topic. I'm going to say a lot of things about Claire that I didn't want to have have to say tonight. But before I do, I would just like to say, 
And I'm not objectifying her at all. I'm doing this in a, I wanted this to be in an empowering way, but she is smoking hot. She is so in shape and just shout out to her and all the hard work that she puts on her body because she looks so good. Her cleavage Mm -hmm. is fire. (laughs) No, I totally agree. I love that blazer look. Oh, yes. Yes. If anything else, I just, that's my positive for Claire. Like she clearly takes care of herself and she's got like, I just feel like it's fitness goals. She just looks healthy. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not like someone who you, who you would look at and be like, okay, how do they look that way? Like, that's why I don't get this whole thing about, oh, she's 39, the oldest bachelorette. It's like, at the end of the day, she is a hot lady who's single. Please let me look at like that when I'm 39, please. Ugh, I already need to like start doing preventative Botox. I've been doing the research to get ahead of the game but that's another conversation for maybe a different podcast just wanted to no that was it that's my only thing i think so honorable mention claire's bod we love to see it my next take is and i don't know this is pretty hot i felt this feeling especially after dale was comforting claire immediately after the whole yosef thing but obviously this has been apparent throughout the entire episode that the way they interact with each other is not the way people interact having only known each other for two days. I'm sorry. Like chemistry is chemistry. And I think you can connect with someone the first time ever meeting them. Sure. But specifically after the whole Yosef thing, she was devastated, really upset, crying a lot. And like just the way Dale was consoling her and holding her, like they just, there was just a level of comfort there that was not like a sexual like lust thing. It was just like a true I don't even know how to describe it, but to me, I was like, oh, this is not footage of people that met three days ago. I'm sorry. Like, so I don't know if there's ever going to be more revealed with that or what, but that's how I feel. I don't, I feel like I don't really, I don't know because I think, and this leads into kind of like, I have a lot of feelings on Claire and where we're going here, but Mm -hmm. I just... I could, I could see what you're saying 100%, but I could also see that she has just, that she's just like so into him. I just feel like when you're into somebody and you give off the vibes that you're into them, they're going to be more into you. So they have that comfort with each other because they know that they both are interested in each other and like each other. Like she's kind of put it all out there for him. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, I could be wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) anything is possible, but. I know. Well, that's just my take on that. I just don't get it. Ugh. Okay, what what do you what don't you get? Because I I do feel like Dale is very attractive, and I loved when he was talking about. He's not the most attractive person there, but he's not. He's an attractive man, like like objectively, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> Obviously, for all the people who can't see Aaron's expression, she's just like making a disgusted face when I say Dale is an attractive person. Shoot, now I don't even remember what I was gonna say. Why, I'm sorry. Why, you don't think he's attractive at all? He's obviously like good looking. I think that he is objectively good looking, but he gives off a vibe of arrogance that I don't trust. Like I'm just not into guys that are that arrogant. But like, what has he done to be arrogant? I just, it's the way that he carries himself. He walks around like he is the best person ever. And also it is not a good look when you cannot get along with other men. He has not one friend in that house. That is but not that's a good like look. the classic, he's the one who's getting all the attention. He's the one who's getting all the roses. 
so they all don't like him. I feel like that's just classic Bachelor. That's not necessarily his character. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you love Dale. I don't, like, love Dale, but I, like, like him, I think. I don't know. I might have to quit the podcast. Okay. (laughs) That is... What is it? We're not agreeing on anything, Jay. Because actually, now when you were talking, I remember what I was going to say before is mm. that I actually loved when Dale was talking about the fact that he has a bunch of sisters who relates to women and stuff. I was like, oh my God, he's a perfect person. He actually understands. He was really comforting Claire and telling her like how Yosef was being like emotionally abusive and all this. I was like, oh my God, a man who even knows that fucking word was amazing to me. And so I, yeah, I think I do like Dale actually. <laughs> Okay, here's what I think the problem is. I think that the the bar is so low um, that that I think that's the problem. The bar is so low. I, I don't know. I just get a vibe from him. Like, he comes across as just a little... I, I actually wrote this down. Here's how I feel okay. about Dale. I believe that... Who said it? So Riley said on the group date, and I quote, Dale's fine. That's how I feel about Dale. He's fine. He's a normal guy. I don't, what I'm not getting is the way in which Claire is reacting to him. Yes, he is good looking. Yes, he has a nice body. There's a lot of guys there that are good looking and have nice bodies. There's a lot of guys there that have nice personalities and nice smiles and are nice to her and are emotionally intelligent. He's not the only man on the show that is that way. Sure, he's fine. He's not bottom of the barrel. He's not a terrible person. I'm just not getting why this is like, he's the show-stopping best guy around. That's just what I'm not getting. And I haven't seen, other than them making out and hugging, a moment between the two of them that sells me on their love story. I'm not sold. I think that they are in lust. I think that they both want to make out and they want to do it and they have a lot of great sexual chemistry and that's fine for them, but I'm just not buying the love story. I think she's infatuated with him. I I don't think I'm buying it yet either. I don't know. And then I also wrote this down. I feel like you can always tell kind of where something's going to go on The Bachelor based on the type of music that they play in certain scenes. And every single time it's Claire and Dale, it's like, like romantic happy music as opposed to something a little more ominous because they could also frame this in a very different way where ooh, like Claire's going for the bad boy but all the boys don't like Dale like what are his intentions but it doesn't seem like they're really doing that so I'm I do think it probably will, will work out for them I like I hope it's I've been saying this since the beginning I just hope that Claire's very, very strong feelings are reciprocated and she ends up in a good place and doesn't blow her chance at being the bachelorette because I also agree she has totally closed herself off from making any connection with literally any other guy there. And there are great guys there and she has not even tried. Like she's not, she's treating them like platonic friends. She sits there and she's like, hey buddy, all right, like thank you so much. Like see you boys tomorrow. And it's like, you don't talk to them. You don't kiss them. It's, it's really... It's just very short-sighted because she doesn't know Dale. Or, or does she? Dun, dun, dun. Right. Perhaps. So that, I think that's how I feel. It's not that I think that he's the, the scum of the earth. I'm just not really understanding their relationship. And maybe it's that yeah. we missed out on seeing stuff. And I'm also, I'm frustrated with her. I mean, this is, what, this is one of my takes from, from the episode. Like, 
what are you doing, ma'am? Like you have this amazing opportunity. And if you're really into Dale, great. The main lead is always really into one person, but you still have to give everybody a chance. I mean, look at Desiree. I know you didn't watch the season, Mm -hmm. but Desiree was so into, I want to say it was Ari was so, I think it was Ari was so into Ari. Was it Ari on Emily Maynard's season or was he on Oh, you're right. No, no, no. You're right. Who was she really into? Brooke. Mm. There was someone on Desiree's season who she was really into. They got down to final three and then he left and he was clearly her favorite, like from the beginning, like that was the one that she saw herself with. And now she's married to Chris, who's also from her season and they have beautiful children and a happy life together. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like, I mean, and then look at Caitlin Bristow, like Caitlin Bristow has said that Sean Booth was a front runner in her mind. Like she wasn't sure about between him and Nick, but Sean was always at the front of her mind. And then now she's, now she's happily in love with Jason Tardick, not Sean at all. That didn't work out. Like, I just feel like you have to give the show a chance. Even if you have, I I don't know why Claire's acting like she's the first contestant ever to be really into like ever make a connection with someone early on yeah ma'am get it together (laughs) get it together so I just feel like truly this episode she became unhinged um yeah and I have and I have I have more about that that I'll get to in my hottest take but I feel like this episode she truly became unhinged I mean at the group date oh what did he say about me yes that was so annoying to me oh my it was like a middle school you, dance. It really was. Yeah, it was like, oh my God, tell me more about Dale. It's like, you fucking go talk to Dale if you have a problem or want to have questions with him. But yeah, no, that was really bad. That was... What do you say? What do you say about me? Is that like a joke you guys have? Is that like a... That, yeah. no. Canceling the day date, like just randomly making them wait two hours and cancel the day date was so rude. And then just, she truly is not giving any of them a chance. And I this might be another hot take. You guys are just getting hot takes on hot takes on hot takes. (laughs) This is one of the best casts of men that we've ever had. I think so too. And she is ruining it. She is wasting it. And she's almost at this point, like being like blatantly disrespectful to these men and their time. I don't think she's gotten to know any of them at all. Like, I don't think they've had any conversations other than about Dale. And it's it's pretty sad. And they truly, they truly seem like genuinely nice, classy guys. I mean, aside from, I won't name him anymore. They seem like a really great group of guys who have been so respectful and so unproblematic and kind. Yeah. What's the deal? Give them, just give them a chance. Just give them a chance. And by giving them a chance, you give yourself a chance to make sure that you are making a good decision for yourself and your future. You have this time, you should use this time. Yes, explore other options. I think a lot of people, when they like someone a lot up front, kind of put them on the back burner. Like they might get a first impression rose or a couple like first group date roses or something, but then they don't even really have their one-on-one till later on in the season because they just like want to make sure it's right. Because then once you have a one-on-one, your connection is so strong, people say. So a lot of people like to wait with that. So yeah, it's just bad. All right. I don't even know what number we're on anymore, but it's fine. I, I um, want to say my number one. So you can Okay. Go. Okay. I wonder if, do you I feel think, like we're going to have the same number one? I don't know. Well, we will. Okay. Sorry. I'm getting, okay. I'm getting excited. Okay. Uh, well, is this my number one? Yeah, I guess it is. I don't have anything really more to say after this. Do you think that the producers are trying to 
put Claire in a position where she quits the show with Dale because this I is, have a, was it yours? This is mine. Yes. Yes. Um, I felt like you, I have a theory this week. Go ahead. Amazing. So I have a couple points on this. So first off, Zach C being picked for the one-on-one -on -one date. I have. Zach J. Don't get it twisted. Oh, it's Zach, Zach J. I believe it's Jay. He's on my, my fantasy roster. Okay. Well then really, amazing. really messed it up for me. Maybe it's Zach J. Maybe it's Zach C. Um, the fact that I don't even know which Zach it is kind of proves my point and that I didn't know who that person was. Um, obviously we've said she doesn't really have any connections with any of the guys. Zach's, I've never seen her talk to Zach C or J another Zach time. C. Zach C is the one from New Jersey. So it's not him. So it's Zach J. It's not him. It's Zach J. Right. I'm yes. just going to say Zach because like we get it. Just do that. It's fine. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's fine. So him getting the one-on-one, -on -one, I had never seen them have a conversation on the show before. And I'm wondering if they specifically, because obviously we know the producers pick the one-on-ones the majority of the time. She can't pick Dale every single time or she would. And I wonder if the producers picked someone that they knew she would not hit it off with to further this Dale storyline. Because I think there's an alternate universe where they pick someone where, even though she hasn't really given them a chance, but they know Claire, they know what Claire likes and they pick someone that there might be potential with, but I think they don't want there to be a spark with anyone else at this point. I think they might be trying to get her to leave in order to make the season. Like at the end of the day, I think it was a huge risk doing the show in this Palm Springs setting in the bubble. And so like, what has everyone been talking about about the season? Cause there's no traveling, there's no hometown dates. It's this big switcheroo. And what if the producers forced it? Yes, that was my hot take too. That's my theory. Um, I was browsing the internet this week and I saw that, um, Claire had liked a bunch of tweets. I didn't, well, I didn't look at her liked tweets. I, I saw an article about it. Um, had liked a bunch of tweets just from viewers and things. And a lot of the types of tweets that she was liking were along the lines of, keep in mind, this is just editing. This season seems so spliced together. The producers were getting tired of Claire and wanted to push her out and bring in someone else. So just keep that in mind. And I feel like, despite everything I said about how Claire is coming across and looks, mm -hmm. it also could 100% just be the way that they edited it and the way that they treated her when she was there. Well, like there's she, a lot of, like all these things can be true, right? Like she can be really honing in on Dale and kind of obsessing, but the only people that she has access to to talk about this with are the producers. So instead of being like, all right, but like, what about this person? What about this person? What about this person? They're probably just asking her about Dale to like keep the spiral going. Because I think that it was a risk doing the show the way that they did it. I think that there was some excitement about Claire when she was first announced in kind of the traditional way. And if the season happened normally, I think it would have been fine. But because so much time had gone by, I think that the excitement for Claire had kind of dwindled. Yeah. And with the push for them to have more diversity, I think they also are looking at it and saying, all right, well, we have to fix that. So what can we do to fix that? Um, which obviously is very much a band-aid and not an actual solution to that problem. But I just, I feel like it's fishy. I totally agree. I mean, we came up with the same hottest takes, so there has to be something Look at us, there. The stars are aligning. I felt um, bad for, speaking of Zach J, I think it's Zach J. 
I felt bad for him. I totally understand why Claire was uncomfortable when he grabbed her. Like, mm-hmm. totally get that that was triggering for her. And I don't mean any disrespect to her, or her former trauma, but it did feel just like it was an awkward moment. It looked like she went in for a kiss and he like paused to make it a really sensual kiss. And I think she just wanted a peck. And then when yeah. she realized like, oh, he's going to like make out with me, let me run away. I just felt bad for him because he ended up coming across looking kind of bad. And I don't, I think he was put in an awkward position. Totally. I think that whole thing, the fact that she sent him home without even having a conversation about an awkward moment when clearly there was some sort of misunderstanding. Maybe he didn't want to kiss her or he did, or she didn't really want to kiss him. And maybe he could sense that or she did, but not in the way that he went like, so much of that was just weird and it was one split second of slight awkwardness like i he didn't do anything like blatantly inappropriate and so to just send him home without having a conversation about it at all to be like hey just like want to make sure you're like into me because i think that was kind of where her reaction was coming from initially that he didn't want to kiss her back um i just thought was really stupid like really immature and it's like all right you clearly have no respect for this guy you didn't want to get to know him you didn't want to make it work because you had one little teensy weensy awkward moment and you literally sent him home you had chris harrison send him home she didn't even send him home and like look at him that was the last time that she ever looked him in the eyes which is really classless kind of right she also didn't give out a group date rose like you oh yeah no that was bad come up with one person to give it to oh my goodness so they're definitely who knows how producer influenced these decisions and things were yeah even if producers are influencing you even if it's editing you could have made some better more respectful choices she just could have been more respectful to the guys in her cast totally it was it's just been like a perfect storm of a lot of things that's making this what it is now at this point. Yeah. So that was my hottest take. And those were all of my big major thoughts. I think that felt like that was so fast. The one thing I did LOL at so hard, the fact that at the end there, she called Dale her fiance. She was sad about all the guys that were like roasting Dale. And she was walking um, with a producer, like crying about it. And she's like, how dare they like speak about my fiance that way. And that moment was absolutely unhinged. Like as if the whole thing wasn't unhinged before that point, I was like, oh, to call someone your fiance? Right, as much as we really want to believe that Claire has worked on herself and she's ready, I just fear that she's not. And I think that's what scares me so much about her behavior because I truly want it to work out for her and I want this to be successful, but it feels to me that from what we've seen, she's idealizing Dale in her mind. He, he hit it off with her. They had a good connection and she's doing that thing that a lot of us do where you take somebody and you say, this is what I imagine that you would be like and you could be like, and that's the person that you become into and interested in instead of who's right in front of you. And I feel that that's what she's doing. I mean, she's coming across as unhinged and completely obsessed in a seventh grade way. Yeah. Also absolutely go off Tasha coming out of the pool. That was such a nice little surprise. (laughs) I was so excited. I immediately thought of you because I know that you just wanted them to confirm that Tasha was coming. And we now needed it. We I think we really needed it. And I, yeah, I literally posted on the Instagram this morning being like, 
are we finally going to see Tasha? And I'm glad we did. I just here's a question though: Is yeah. there going to be an episode next Tuesday? Like that feels like I can't do both the Bachelor. Oh, and that that's the election, for, right? For our future, yeah, honey, election day, one week away. I don't think get they your can votes do out, that. people. Vote yeah. early. Make sure you check the rules for your state. It's different in every state, and it is serious. Bring your ballot if you're voting in person, so your vote gets counted right away. Thank you. Thank you, Erin. That was an amazing <laughs> public service announcement. But seriously, make sure you vote. Make sure you have a plan to vote because they've started early voting where I live right down the street. And every single time I've walked past that area, the line is wrapped around the block like four times. I see people bringing lawn chairs to like sit on the street to wait to go vote. Um, I'm going to try at some point to go early in the morning and maybe it will be better, but yeah, make a plan, make sure you vote. Really Which is absolutely guys. insane because I got my mail-in ballot probably three weeks ago and dropped it off two weeks ago at the mail-in ballot box. That is literally a five minute walk from my apartment. It was extremely easy. And that yeah. is another problem. Totally. There was one more thing I was going to say. It wasn't related to the bachelor though. I feel like it was voting than something else, but I don't remember. We don't care. Oh, who because you we're talking about if the sure bachelor was going to be yes. on next week. I would guess no, because I would think ABC would be doing news coverage of the election. I'm gonna Google it. Okay, here we go. I got the Okay. All right, listeners, we have an answer for you. The Bachelorette will not air on election day. It is getting bumped from November third to November fifth. So it will air on Thursday. Oh, Okay, well, that's good. So you can do both. You can do your duty as an informed American citizen and watch the election results roll in and watch The Bachelorette. Thank God. It was going to be such a tough decision. Okay, guys. So I don't even know where I will start editing out the podcast conversation because last thing I remember is me and Erin were talking about voting and then we actually <laughs> just spiraled into a personal politics conversation for genuinely about 30 minutes at this point. Like, and it got, it got to be so much. Like I was crying and uh, it's a really hard, difficult time for everyone right now. And no, you're not alone. Everyone feels miserable. And and yeah, so make sure you follow us on Instagram at Bachelor Blab. You can follow me on Instagram at Jackie Maroney underscore follow. Oh, sorry. No, follow Erin's book account at McNaught Reading, but you cannot follow her personal account. So yeah, make sure you vote. Make sure you wear your mask. And see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.